That's the dude that does it. You you like the sound? You the sound man. <laughs> so all right, welcome you know. to the podcast. Um, the podcast brought to you by Ayit and his underwear. I don't know. Ayit, don't, don't question him, man. Okay, that's uh, I'm here with Harold Burr, my old friend. Is that the sponsor, Ayit? Yeah, he's, his yeah. name is Ayit. Oh. Give it up to Ayit. Okay, Ayit, what's up? Harold says, what's up? What's up, Ayit? So, uh, we, we're going to sit down and, and, and have a little talk with a, with a guy that like influenced my life a lot as I was stepping my fist, uh, growing my first pubes at 19 maybe, right? Was, did you just get your pubes at 19? <laughs> I bet they laughed at you in the shower at fucking gym <laughs> class. But yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm amazed, man. You, you saying that I influenced your life. I, yeah, I, that's so cool to hear that you have some kind of impact on somebody's life because I'm always trying to tell guys like, you know, your age because for some reason I, I have, I just get along with guys like from 14 you have a to following? 19. Nah, because nah, then that gets weird. <laughs> like a cult. Yeah, it's <laughs> like that. Why are you at this old man's house? <laughs> some 14-year-old kids. Yeah, but, but he gives me good things, mom. He tells me nice. Yeah, Really? So the fucking police would be picking me up. No, but I, I just, I don't know. I used to coach football and stuff. So I, I, and I didn't know that I could have a, a effect on kids like that. But for some reason, man, I guess I do. And it's just so cool to hear that. Because mm -hmm. I always try to impart some cool wisdom, uh, mm -hmm. some, some stuff you can really use in life. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't. Just be telling you, hey, hey, don't spend all your money in one place. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. I don't say shit like that. That's so corny. You know, I try to say stuff like, uh, keep your commitments, but don't expect other people to keep theirs. Hmm. Hmm. Keep well, all your commitments, mm -hmm. but don't expect other people to keep theirs. Mm -hmm. Now, see, see, it just made you think you had to stop and go, mm -hmm. this, this guy has some things to say. I, I see the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, I I tell my kid that all the time. I even my own daughter, I tell her stuff like that all the time because mm. it's important. Because she said they said they were they were gonna call at three, and they didn't call. And I said, well, maybe something happened, or but you know, if you say you're gonna call at three, mm. you call at three. Mm -hmm. You keep your commitments. But when you expect other people to do what they say they're going to do, sometimes they don't do it and it's disappointing. So don't expect it. Mm. If it happens, it's a bonus, right? Mm. Yeah. So there you go. Wisdom imparted. Mission Number, accomplished. Write it down, people. <laughs> he has spoken. Okay? Uh, <laughs> don't be tripping, okay? Uh, okay. I'm trying not. <laughs> so... Harold, yeah, man. you were in a like, a, would you say a famous band? Yeah, yeah, they were famous. Mm. They were really famous at well, one point. The Platters, right? yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. But that was back, like in the '60s. They were really the thing, you mm. know. Uh, and you were in it when? I was in the '90s. In the it 90s. was just, uh, you know, the process just kind of kept going because they were they were they were kind of a classic 
group. It was something people always wanted to hear. They always want to remember. I mean, it's like Motown. Mm. You, you, anybody that just walking and breathing, I mean, they love to hear a Marvin Gaye song, kind of. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like almost everybody likes that. And so it mm. was, was kind of like that. You know, that kind of music that just people probably still want to hear it. Mm. I can guarantee yeah, you the platters yeah. are still going on. You think so? Oh, I know they are. Oh, okay. <laughs> Absolutely. So Turn. it's it's just timeless stuff. And so I got just got a chance to be a part of something like that. Mm. As a matter of fact, they used to tell us uh, that you, you aren't a platter. Mm. You work for the platters. It's, oh, yeah. it's an institution mm. as opposed to a group, a mm. singing group. Now, you know, as it's gotten into the classic, you know, become a classic kind of thing. Mm. So they used to always tell you that you, you don't, you know, we can replace you with somebody else anytime. And the platters still exist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's an institution. It's not, not just you. you. You know, you had to be really, because they were really clean cut and, all that, so you you couldn't wear an earring on stage. You had to have everything. You couldn't have a beard. Shaved. Yeah, you had to. Ha you had to be. It was a, it was a very strict policy. No dirty fingernails. No, you know what I mean. You had to be really, really polished, mm. and you know, wore a lot of shiny outfits. <laughs> a lot of glimmery, <laughs> glitzy. Jackets and shit, they all it colors. Cool. It did on stage. Yeah, yeah. I remember the first time I was I auditioned for them, and they said, "Well, if you think you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. Why don't you come to a show tonight, and you can see what the the staged performance looks like?" Mm -hmm. So I went, and I thought, "Yeah, this looks cool. It looked awesome." So I must have looked pretty awesome, I guess, mm -hmm. too, hmm. when I was doing it. Cause they look really awesome, yeah. Nice. And I went ahead and joined them, and yeah, I, I did that work for three years, and and it just it was it's really valuable because it allowed me to travel. Mm -hmm. It allowed me to you know meet a lot of people. I met a lot of old art, you know, artists from the fifties and sixties that mm -hmm. you know, I mean icons, mm -hmm. you know, Little Richard. Yeah, I did a concert with him once. Mm -hmm. Chuck Berry. Did a concert Ooh. with him once. Uh, I think Sam Moore is his name. Hold on, I'm coming. Hold on. Yeah, him. Yeah, that dude. And he told me, he was on a bus with me. We were on a tour. Mm. And man, this dude tells stories. It's so cool because he just tells these stories over and over again. So I got a lot of that, you know. Yeah, we we did forty nine cities in thirty eight days. I'm like, how the fuck you do that? He said, and we didn't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that might be an exaggeration, but it you know it kind of comes off like that when this mm -hmm. guy's like, oh, just 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 laying it out there. So yeah, that was a cool experience for me, man. Uh, never ex I never expected that to happen. A friend of mine just told me, hey, hey, they're looking for some people. And a friend of mine's close to the girl who manages it. So, yeah. yeah. And I went and auditioned. And, and uh, no, I know. I sent them a picture. They wanted to see a picture. Mm -hmm. I sent a picture to you, them. 
just in chest naked, just chilling. Just like, no, man. Flexing. No. <laughs> I've never been the kind of, I had the kind of body I could be flexing. But uh, uh, I sent them this this picture. It was a cool picture, like, with sunglasses, though. Ooh. And they said, ah, send us another one. We don't want the sunglasses. So I did that and, <clears throat> and sent them some music that I was that I had done. And I got the, got the gig, man. It's a fun gig, though. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. But after a while, you know, you do the same 20 songs over and over. Where's on you? In Singapore and Kentucky and San Francisco and Canada, wherever you are, you know, you're doing the same 20 songs over and over. And sometimes two or three shows a night, Mm. you know. Or you're opening a mall in Japan, maybe, or some stuff like that. Yeah. Fancy. Serious. Yeah. It is fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Really fancy. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you a quick story. I was in Japan, lost my bow tie, and they were like sparkly, glimmery blue or something. I don't remember, but they fucking went out and found another bow tie for me. I'll teach you Homie just, I'm telling you, told this boy to go find him a tie just like that one. Next thing you know, dude's bringing me a tie. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Japan is like that, though, man. They give you gifts and shit a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've never been there. Oh, yeah. You have to go. You never, you never been there to fight? No. Yeah, no. probably don't want to go to Japan to fight. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, some Japanese dude will be kicking the shit out of you guys, man. Come on, you don't want to go to Japan and do that kind of stuff. You can do it in Amsterdam, though. You'll kill them. Go kill them. And, yeah. Yeah, but but that was, that was a very cool experience, man. I got to got to see a lot of stuff, do a lot of different things that I probably would have never got to do. Mm. Yeah. And it brought you here, right? You met your wife. As a right? matter of fact, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. I met her at the, at the old Cafe Reykjavik. Ooh. Yeah. You're singing in the platform. I was actually here performing that night, and and uh, and we finished, and some people were saying, "Hey, would you guys like to see downtown?" And none of the people wanted to go. Mm. And I'm thinking, yeah, <laughs> of course I want to see downtown. I want to see whatever you want to show me, because you know. Uh, and I'm interested in finding out about other cultures and stuff. These other people mm-hmm. I was working with, for some reason, they were just like, kind of weird, man. Dude saw Pizza Hut. He's like, yeah, pizza, dude, cool. <laughs> I'm thinking, dude, you're in Iceland. Why do you want to eat fucking pizza? You can eat that anytime. You know, eat some Icelandic food. And it probably wasn't a good idea at the time because, you know, the first thing I ran into was like... Uh, What do you call the fish in Hawkeye? No, no, no. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> oh, hardfiskur. No, it wasn't hardfiskur. It was no? like for breakfast, and it was. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't think of the name of the the. It's fish in some sauce. In a jar. I can't think of the name of it right now. Was something from Fear Factor? <laughs> nay, nay. It's just some fish in a jar, and it's like marinade. Sealed. Oh yeah, sealed. Yeah, 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 yeah the first yeah, yeah. thing I, I ran into was some sealed and nuruk bread. Uh-huh. And for you know, an American's first taste of Iceland, like, Icelandic <laughs> culture, that ain't a good one. Yeah, we was like, that's some weird breakfast. But uh, <clears throat> but uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of person now. I just I just celebrate 
different cultures. I just want to know all I can about it. And uh, these other guys weren't interested. So anyway, these people wanted to take me out, and they took me downtown. And while we were there, they ran into their daughter. Mm-hmm. Long story short, their daughter was my now wife's best friend. Mm-hmm. So I meet their daughter. Hi, hi. And this beautiful woman was there, man. And I was like, oh, Jesus, God, who is this? You know, and it was just a good night. I, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful story. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, it's really kind of odd. I don't recommend anybody do some shit like that. <laughs> I've seen her for four days, dude. And mm-hmm. and you lived in I, the States, right? I li- yeah, California. and I lived in the States. And we went back after the fourth day. She stopped by to visit to say hi mm-hmm. before I left. And that was a surprise. I didn't expect to see her ever again. Mm-hmm. Seriously. And... The next thing I know, she popped up at the room. I knew you're leaving at this time, and I just wanted to say goodbye. That kind of struck me. But I had already been stricken, mm. you know, but I just expected it was like, you know, every other road road trip kind of thing. You know, you, you meet people, whether you like them or not, you meet a lot of people and you never see them again. Mm. And I just thought it was going to be like that, but. I hoped it wouldn't be like that, and it turned out pretty good. Yeah, nice. Yeah, you're here. You have a you have a child with her right now. Mm-hmm, yeah, we got a 15 year old daughter, and mm-hmm. she had two kids when we got together, mm. and uh, one was a ten, and one was four, mm. and we we cohabitated, started that family. Yeah, and. They're just like my own kids, man. Mm-hmm. Even to this day, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And my daughter, I got a grandson. My my oldest daughter, not my oldest, but Deanna's oldest daughter mm. is, uh, yeah. She's got a son, so I got a grandson here. Little one. So rooted. Cool. I'm rooted, man. I'm. I'm here. As a matter of fact, I took him the other day to get him some cologne. Ooh, it's 13. He just, yeah. He he said, "I I was walking past the guy the other day, and he passed by me, and I thought, whoa, that dude smelled good." (laughs) (laughs) He said, "He said that dude smelled good." So yeah, and he explained everything to me, and I thought, well, you know, if you need some man stuff like that. Just call me up. Right, nice. So I took him the other day, and we went and got him some cream so he could smell good, and mm-hmm. and a little bag to put his his little men toiletries in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good to have somebody. Like- yeah, man, and I, you know, it's kind of cool to be that somebody, but I probably haven't been good enough at it. Mm-hmm. But I want to be. I want to get better at it. Mm-hmm. You know, because he needs that. He definitely needs it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I told him get a bank card. So if you need a little money, you can just call me, and I can. Pop it on <laughs> on your account, and you know, yeah, so you don't. If you need a little cash here and there, so you know, cause, you know, when I was a kid, you know, you used to. My mom used to always say, you know, keep a dime in your pocket. You might need to make a phone call. <laughs> and you know, uh, I did. I didn't always have a dime in no. my pocket. No, and you couldn't make a phone call. But back then, you could knock on somebody's door and say, can I use your phone? Yeah, and they would let you. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, come in, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but then you know other people could like whip your chill, beat your children, and you're punishing them. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. In my neighborhood, somebody's mom could just kick my ass and then take me home and explain why. Yeah, he was out in the garden stomping on the daisies. I took her, tore his ass up. Boy, was you on the daisies? Get in this house. Okay, okay, uh, uh, Edith, I'll talk to you later. And that was it, man. That's the way we were. That, hey, it was just like that where I, the way I grew up. Where did you grow up? In Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Until I was 17, then I took off, man. I couldn't take it no more. Was that the 60s? Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. 60s. Mostly 60s. Yeah. yeah. Right into the 70s. I graduated from high school in 73. Mm. Uh, yeah, I left. I had to come back, didn't want to, but I, I did go back because I just went out. Yeah, I was. I went to the Air Force. And At I 13? Was, yeah, 17. 17. Yeah, yeah I just, because I, I know I wanted to seek my fame and fortune some kind of way. I, I knew I wanted to try to be an entertainer because I thought I was a good actor and I thought I was, but I wasn't trained. I just thought I was good at it, and I just thought I could do it. I was won everything when I was in in Tulsa, you know. Yeah. If it was a singing contest or acting contest or stuff like that, I'd win all of that kind of stuff all mm -hmm. the time. And I always got the lead roles in the you know school plays. I mean, from from a little kid and stuff. And it's not like I'm bragging about it. It just kind of led me to believe hey, I could probably do this, mm -hmm. you know. So I, I did that and. Um, that was after I, I left Tulsa. That was one of the things I, I really wanted to do is explore that. And I left Tulsa, ended up going back to Tulsa. I went to Chicago uh, for a while. And then uh, everybody in Chicago said, hey, yeah, I want to be active too, but I'm going to the West Coast. So I thought, well, I got people in the West Coast, mm -hmm. you know, on the West Coast. So This was in what? The, Los Angeles. In yeah. the 70s or 80s? Yeah, this was in the 70s. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this was in the seventies, the late seventies, and then uh, uh, yeah, I moved to I think L.A. in seventy-seven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and that's when I and you know my mom would would help me out a lot too. She was real cool about like if you want to do this, here's some conferences that are going on and stuff like that. I'll pay for it, and you can go participate in that. And and uh, so I was I was. Uh, I was going to school to be a veterinarian, veterinarian's assistant, because mm. I liked animals and uh, had worked with dogs in the Air Force. Mm -hmm. And I thought I, I'd be a veterinarian's veterinarian's assistant. I thought that might be fun, and so she sent me to this thing, <laughs> to this fucking school for veterinarian's assistants, and it was it was really terrible. It was basically like a slave labor. Cause you got to go work with the veterinarian sometimes, but most of the time you were just grooming dogs, mm -hmm. you know, washing dogs and giving them flea baths and shit. Cause people would bring them in and they would make money on this, and that's how they ran the school. Mm -hmm. You see, and we ended up just doing a lot of dogs, man, doing Clean a lot of dogs. cleaning dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did eventually, eventually do that. But at the same time, while I was doing that. You know, and, and working at McDonald's. Yeah. Hard working. Yeah. Got the job uh, when I was, I think it was 24, 25 years old. And and uh, and the dude said, yeah, we'd like to give you the job. 
when I applied, you know, he said, I'd like to give you the job. I want you to, you know, come to work for us, but uh, I want to let you know your manager's 18. <laughs> Is that going to be a problem? <laughs> My manager was 18. I said, no, nah, man, it's no problem. So I fried hamburgers there, and, and uh, whenever I'd get a break, I'd go to auditions. Mm-hmm. All the time and acting, and, acting, yeah, auditions. acting, yeah. sing, whatever audition I could get. Mm-hmm. I auditioned for a lot of people. Yeah, I met Quincy Jones through auditions and Della Reese. Uh, I, I, you know, I can't name everybody that I, you know, name drop here. Too name many dropping, folks. Name but I, not really. But I, I'm not doing it to say that. I'm just saying that that access to all of that kind of stuff is is there mm-hmm. when you in the when you in in the city mm-hmm. and. Uh, Things have changed now, of course, but back then you had to be there to 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 meet them. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. they weren't traveling to Indiana to do auditions. You had to be in L.A. You had to be in Hollywood. So I did a lot of that, man. Standing in long lines to read three lines, or you know, and like that. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I was kind of. You, you you know you start to get programmed because you're always talking to other people about it. Mm-hmm. So you start to get programmed to not let this discourage you because mm-hmm. you get turned down way more than you win anything. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I never got anything major that I that I uh, auditioned for. Mm-hmm. I auditioned for a lot of stuff and never. And I didn't want to do that extra thing where you sit on the set and just be you know somebody in the stands cheering or. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, and a lot of people did that. I didn't. I didn't really want to do that. I really wanted to do something, and uh, never really got to act on a in in a big way. But I did do some 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 theater, mm-hmm. and at that at a kind of mediocre high level. It wasn't a really high level, but but I did do some. And uh, that you know, like I said, I used to win all these contests. So whenever I'd go for these these. The theater, the lower end theater, 99-seat, small theater kind of stuff. I would get work there mm. all the time. And that paid a little bit. And so it was kind of nice to get paid for your work, too. Mm. Uh, you know, when you're trying to get, get started, yeah. it was nice to get some kind of money. For How much did you get paid for? Like uh, if you were doing a real show, you get maybe like $700 a week or, mm. you know, something like that. So it was really... Pretty good money back mm-hmm. then, yeah. Yeah, but you were doing probably four or five shows. Yeah. But um, they don't usually start out like that. Mm-hmm. Those same shows uh, would start out, you basically getting minuscule money. And, and as they got better and moved to bigger theaters, then you would get more, there would be more financing coming through. Mm-hmm. And so everybody would benefit from that mm-hmm. because you know, it was good enough to go on. Yeah, I did uh, the story of Sam Cooke's life, uh, play I, uh, one I, I helped write, which was probably one of the best things that I've done. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it was about Sam Cooke <clears throat> and, you know, uh, his life and how he got, uh, he got shot at a motel. <laughs> It's not, it's not, life, yeah, yeah. He was a really famous singer. He, he did all these songs, You Send Me and Cupid. Mm. And yeah, he wrote all these songs. Having a Party. And um, his most famous one is, uh, is um, 
one seal seal just did it. A change is gonna come. Yeah. I was born by a river in a little tent. Oh, yeah, that was Sam Cooke. Anyway, it was a story about his life, and and uh, so that that one did pretty good. We had a lot of. A lot of money in that. There was a lot of big time financing folks, you know, dealing with that. They thought it was gonna go really big, but it didn't. So that kind of died off. And uh, I just kept plugging away at it. Nothing better than that happened though. Mm. There's a lot of ideas and, you know, uh, <laughs> always ideas in LA, in Hollywood, always people with ideas. Got a screenplay, man. I'm a screenwriter. You know, your waiter is a fucking producer. <laughs> yeah, doing yeah everybody's else. doing something. Yeah, it's true, man. Seriously. And the next thing you go, that that's wasn't that and that dude that was waiting on our table. <laughs> Fuck, he's on Friends. You know, it's, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, but it's that kind of life. You just do a job and you go hustle mm -hmm. and try to get to work. Like I was telling you earlier today, we were talking about about me getting, uh, you know, performance jobs, jobs to singing work here in Iceland, and I was telling you that, you know, ever since I've been here, every time I get a singing gig, it's because I go get it. Mm. You know, nobody calls me and says, hey, man, uh, you know, you want this work? or <laughs> I got to go out there and get it. And I've been going out there and getting it for so many years. You know, I, lately I haven't been singing as much as I would like to be, performing as much as I'd like to be, but it's only because I'm not out there hustling it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start hustling it a little bit more later mm -hmm. uh, uh, now. So. Yeah. A little bit more Cause productive. Because I, I, I want to... That's. That's where I need to be, mm. so I need I need to make sure that that's happening, mm -hmm. cause it makes it makes me feel better. Mm. I walk around, you know, a little bit lighter. Mm. And uh, yeah. yeah, do something right. You want to be doing something. I I just I, well yeah, but you know, w one of the things I think is important is to be doing something that really moves you. I mean, like you you know you do your your things, your training and your your craft, mm -hmm. and you you weren't doing it this great when I first met you. No, no I didn't have anything. And you turned into a monster, man. Ah. You're a badass <laughs> dude, man. Ah. So now you're really good at what you do. Yeah, you know what I mean. You, but you developed that shit, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So have to put some work in. Yeah. And so I guess that's, but but that's what you do that. You put that work in because you like this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I should be doing some shit I like. Yeah. And you're completely addicted, right. right? Yeah. So. Absolutely. So I'm just saying that we should just be not just doing something, but doing shit that moves us. Mm -hmm. Doing shit that calls to us. Mm -hmm. Doing shit we should be doing. Mm -hmm. You know. That's That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. So you know, when you have kids and shit, Pete, make sure you don't be telling them, "Nah, just do this. God, get pick up. You can be a good janitor." 
if you're <laughs> if you're cleaning toilets, clean them well. You know, don't 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 go old school on telling that. You know, just tell them to follow your damn dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, follow your dreams or or something like that. Something profound. Don't don't do the old school thing. Man. Just make sure that your kids know that you got their back because mm-hmm. it means a lot. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's a funny thing, though. You know, I thought my daughter was going to want to be an entertainer. She a good singer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. She wants absolutely nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> she will. Die. I was like, you sure, honey? I, I don't want to do it, Dad. I'm like, really? I can make you famous. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, but she's a great kid. She followed in her mom's kind of mode. She's more like my mom and her mom, who are much, very much alike, by the way. Mm. Of course, I didn't know it when I met her, but, yeah. Uh, she's, a, she's a really bright and just the best kid in the world, but she don't want to be an entertainer like her dad, man. Does it bother you? No. No? Yeah. Okay, maybe a little. <laughs> yeah, because I know she's so capable of, of you know, maybe later. Because I, I probably didn't, well, I did start singing. Mm, I did start kind of early. My mm. sister used to make us sing, you know. When you were younger? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She would, she would uh, make these flowers from toilet paper and put, like, powder in it mm-hmm. and it smelled good and stuff mm-hmm. and she would sell them she would make we would have carnivals in my garage and she would charge 10 you know like 10 cent or something to get in mm-hmm. and there's all kind of games that she create you know she'd take bottles and make bowling pins out of them so you could bowl or you could do this over here you could do that and while you were there we would sing mm-hmm. yeah, we were like Nine, ten years old. Mm. Seriously. Singing these old songs, you know, these singing groups, you know, the old singing groups like the Temptations and and uh yeah, we would we would do do all kind of stuff, man. My sister was really entrepreneurial back in them days, yeah. 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 She sent us out to steal apples and she make an apple pie. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Little gangsters. Yeah, she was something else, man. Make an apple pie. I make a pie. Well, we go out and get the apples and she make She's them. like that when she got older, too? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's still running shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she's she's had a stroke uh, last year, I think it was. year and a half ago or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's a little bit down now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she's... Uh, She's always been running shit, though. She's been, she was a great sister, man. She told me everything I needed to know. Yeah. Beat your ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, no doubt about that. She would, she was, (laughs) she was like, you know, a dime in American money is smaller than a nickel. Yeah. And she would always say, I'll give you mine because mine is, bigger 
and it was less money, mm. but you would take it because it was bigger. I'll take that one. Get tricked. Yeah. But and then the other one is twice as much money. Uh. <laughs> or, or send me to the store all the time. I always had to go get something for them. Mm. And so one, yeah, one day I asked her, why come you never, I asked her, can you go to the store for me? She said, no, I, are you kidding? I'm like, I go for you all the time. I guess I didn't realize it had something to do with age mm. and power. Hierarchy. <laughs> yeah, hierarchy <laughs> is right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I figured that out eventually. But, yeah, Jill is the name, and she was, she was, she is an amazing sister. She is, man. And uh, I, I grew up with, what, six, it was six kids in my family. Mm. My oldest sister's passed away. God rest her soul last year. Mm-hmm. And then my sister next to her passed away in, I think, 94, mm-hmm. 95. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. It was in the early 90s. I don't remember the exact date, but she passed away from breast cancer. She had mm-hmm. cancer, and it wasn't, you know, medicine just wasn't as good in those days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things have changed a lot now. They, people survive it a lot more than they did then. Mm-hmm. And uh, she passed away. And then, uh, then next in line is my big brother, who he's gone as well. He died in Vietnam when he was 22. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was in that godforsaken war, and uh, yeah, we lost him when he was That's just a crazy. young man. That was that was devastating, man, on my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and my mom eventually, and dad eventually, just split up. They got back together later, mm. thank God. But yeah, they split up, and it was all the result of that. It just took my mom out of the game. Mm. It really did. Yeah, somehow you just never expect it to you that it's gonna be you. Mm. You know, did it influence you going into the um, the army? The military, yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. You notice I went into the Air Force. Air Force. I didn't go into the Army, yeah, yeah. you know. But then I have a younger brother who did go into the Army, and he did the same, he specialized in the same field as, as the brother I lost in Vietnam, mm-hmm. my little brother Kevin. So, but... He was in Afghan- Afghanistan. Uh, no. He was in Iraq. Iraq. Yeah, so. he went to Iraq. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I didn't... I had, I guess nobody expected war in those days. Mm. You know, they figured it. It just seemed like it was going to be peacetime. Yeah. And he went, and all of a sudden, you know, this uh, this dude moves into Kuwait. What is his name? He moves into Kuwait, and George Bush wants to get, get him out of here. Yeah, I guess we had to protect Kuwait or something. I don't really, you know, get some oil. Yeah, right. That's pretty much what it, that's what the bushes do, I guess. So yeah, like what? You're gonna take all the oil for yourself? Yeah, oh, I yeah. don't think so. Yeah. Terrorism. Yeah, Saddam Hussein. I guess they. Yeah, went into Kuwait. Then that's when they. Yeah, because Kuwait is a friend of the United States, and mm. when they got ready to attack them, they thought, "Okay, we have to do something." And I, and my little brother ended up going to that. Mm. And uh, but he he came home yeah, safe and sound, thank God. 
And he's alive. What? what yeah, he's doing, he, yeah. He's doing good. Right? Yeah, he's a nurse. He yeah, used nurse, that yeah. that training and stuff. Yeah. He was a nurse in the yes. in, in, mm -hmm. in the what Marines? No, he was in the army. In the army. Yeah. yeah. But he was a nurse there. Yeah. And he used that. He's been a nurse for twenty some years. He was in for like fourteen years or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a long time. Damn. Yeah. So the military, for a lot of Americans, especially. You know, if you don't have a real uh, target in life, <laughs> you don't have no real aim or a real goal, it's a good place to go to try to help figure that out. Mm. It's better to go in peacetime. Because mm. <laughs> yeah. 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 if there's a war, you probably fucking got to go somewhere, you know. And, and so, like, I broke my leg. Yeah, I know. Ah. Yeah. See, I was, Going when down. I was in, it was Vietnam had just finished and, Everything was nice. Mm. Nobody wanted to fight. It's like, ooh, enough war. Shit. Woo. Done with that. And so nobody wanted to fight. No. So it was very peaceful when I was there. In the, in I think the I Air shot Force. a gun. I carried a gun, but I only shot a gun maybe twice a year or something. That was just like yeah, practice. Yeah, with the, with qualifying. You had to be qualifying i was a cop so i had to be able to shoot a gun but i, <laughs> like, nah, I don't, like I don't really like guns you know <laughs> to this day i don't like them i just don't like them every time something every time i'm around them for some reason you know something is just not right i don't feel good and uh it's too fucking noisy and i don't know I don't really want to go out and kill ducks or something. So, you know. Yeah. By the way, what is that hunting? They hunt with the net. They sit on the side of a mountain mm -hmm. and they just catch birds in a net. What is that? Is that the rup? No. Is that the, no, the black? What, what? No, rupert is like, they, they go shooting the rupert. Okay. There's like, they turn white. Which bird is it? Oh, they sit on the edge of the cliff. And yeah, it's get lundi, I think. Ah. I think it's lundi. Yeah. They yeah. can eat those. Yeah. They, they that's not hunting. You that's, don't think that's, that's not fucking hunting. What is it? That's catching birds in a net. That's not hunting. That's just not hunting to me. They got that's the. It's, it's it? unfair. Have you tried it? No. Linty? No. No. Oh, I've eaten it. Yeah. 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 You like it? Yeah. If it's food, I eat it. <laughs> <laughs> if it's food, I pretty much tried it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Almost nice. everything here in Iceland, I think I've tasted about everything. What do you think is the the best? Thing out of all the the weird ones, you know, mm. that you can eat. Can you eat any of it? Like hardfisker? You like mm, that? I like hardfisker. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's uh, good. That's I don't like to put one, butter though. on it. Like uh, I love oh, smothering butter. I man. know. What is that? Gang, gang. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hardfisker. Nah. Uh, but yeah, I eat just about all that stuff. I mean, I don't like the shark. I don't really get it. No. No, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, it, it's something that's just for Icelandic people, I mm -hmm. think. Uh, just like, I don't, I don't, know. I haven't seen anybody go. Yeah, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, oh, fuck no, it's, I just don't. Some people like it. I, yeah, my dad likes all all kinds of weird food. Mm -hmm. He eats nuts, all of this stuff. nuts and like seaweed. Yeah, just chows it down like a savage. Like seaweed, oh, I eat seaweed, but not the mixes it with nut, not nuts. No, not mixed with nuts. But I eat the uh, person that I work with. She bought some 
like in a bag of potato chips, mm. but it's seaweed and it's very crispy. And it can be barbecued or chili or it's really good. Good? Yeah. Mm. Really good. You'd be surprised. I think it, Yeah, I should, I should try it. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 it's I'm not that bad. It's the seaweed that they use to wrap sushi with, though. That, that, oh, yeah. okay. So it's a little bit different if you. Just eating some. I don't even like sushi, dude, and I don't oh. like the black, black shit around Yo, the sushi. that's the you wouldn't want this. That, that's it. I'm like, no, no, no that's no, why no, I like it. Get the I, shit away from me. Because it tastes like sushi. <laughs> it reminds me of sushi. It doesn't taste like sushi. It tastes like sushi when you first bite it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't. You don't like I'm it? not sophisticated. Okay, enough. no, I just no. like like meat. I don't and and, 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 and <laughs> potatoes. No sauce, ah. and I stab my food dude, like, dude. downwards. <laughs> And then pick it up otherwise. <laughs> with a huge plate filled with food. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of my little brother, Kevin. Yeah, he have like a dozen donuts. Like, donuts. Yeah. And, a, and, a, and a, like a liter of milk. And you ask for one, man. He wouldn't give you one. He no. would eat all of them. <laughs> man. Oh, cheapo. That dude, yeah, and Thanksgiving and all the holidays, you know, you talk about a plate like that's how his plate was always just like, dude, you can go get more. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'll, I'm, I'll, 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 I'll like everything. Another, I'll go and I'll go. I'll go. I'll go I'll get some more. <laughs> 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 uh, but you just stab your meat. That's that's cool. I stab it downwards like a like an animal. Yeah. Just let out of the zoo. I'm like, ah, no. like a weapon. Yeah, like, like a weapon. Swing. <laughs> so you're going to Amsterdam tomorrow. What's yeah, up with that? We're going to Amsterdam. We're going to compete at the NACA mm. Europeans in Amsterdam. Mm. Get some belts. Get some medals. Yeah. Show people what's up. You yeah. Know? And yeah. is this? Uh, an international thing, or is it private? Or mm, I don't really know. It's it's the Europeans for NACA. I don't know. It's like oh, okay. NACA is like the North American Grappling Association. Okay. And it's just it just stands for a competition they hold hold every oh, year. Ah, okay. Okay. And it, and this year it's it's held in Amsterdam. Ah, okay. That's so cool. Going there so it five, moves. Yeah, I think it moves. We went there last last year to like to France. We went to. Um, remember the name of the city there was a war there that's what I I remember that from it in France yeah. crazy war there which war the war some war from like battlefield to a video game I played <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what I <laughs> like the French and Indian that's war or the uh, I have no idea I, I'm too it dumb. couldn't have been I'm the too French and Indian this. war it's like I, me too <laughs> just trying to bro science it <laughs> uh, something a no I'm not gonna even try it. now let's talk about this, uh, something else like <laughs> like hand to hand combat you do that just like yeah unweapon a guy yeah you were but, in the air force did you, you were just you heard you, you said you had a dog right mm -hmm. you, yeah what, you, what, what did you used to do there yeah at what it, age it was, was a it was a, a marijuana dog Ooh. Yeah. But um Working I, for the man. It was yeah, I was, but I I just I wasn't really that good at it. Mm. And my dog wasn't that good. Cuz you could keep them with you all the time. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You could just one of the things about having, you know, being a dog handler 
was that, you know, you could take your dog home a lot. Mm. Just to your room, your dorm room, and just chill. And we would, be, of course, be chilling. We'd be smoking weed and stuff. And the dog's sitting there, and they, you know, back in there. they blowing, blowing on it. it on the dog and everything. <laughs> so he was all fucked up. He couldn't smell nothing. And besides, <clears throat> you can you can control your dog pretty good. Mm. And if you don't want him to say anything, you can see if he's alerting on something. So if it was a, uh, somebody I knew or a friend of mine or something that was getting jammed, I, I could fix it pretty good mm. if I was doing it, you know. <laughs> but if somebody else was doing the search, then maybe, you know. But Tough I was luck. at a base where they trained people to train these dogs. Mm. And so there was a lot of them there. So it wasn't like two marijuana dogs on base. It was tons of them on base. So, so it was... Can you pass me that like cord there, the black one? Exactamundo. I'm gonna put the computer. It's about to go go out here. Oh my god. Technical difficulties here. Go like that. Alright, we got power back on. Okay. Welcome back back people. We and are we're back. back. And welcome welcome back to Baking is an art. And I'd like to No. <laughs> <laughs> Like national public radio, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like welcome to knitting with grandma, and uh, I'd like to uh, welcome uh, Renee Zindehager. She's a neighbor of mine. She's Renee. You're knitting Christmas sweaters. <laughs> this, they had these shows on on this. Uh, called NPR it's National Public Radio mm-hmm. so it's almost like anybody can just go on can back in the day this was one way that you know now anybody can like do what we're doing we can mm-hmm. even have a podcast if you want to and mm-hmm. and but back then anybody couldn't do it you know if you did you had to buy all this stuff and be a part find of a way radio, to do it. yeah right radio, so, yeah yeah like cuz there was there was no internet shit what are you talking about man no no internet. Imagine that. Imagine it. Imagine a black and white television. Imagine that. Can you imagine that? There was no such thing as a color TV. I remember running to see the first time I saw a cartoon was at uh, in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. I think I was like nine. And it was at my Aunt Maddie May. Just Aunt Maddie you. May's house. Rich? No, TV? she was one of the people, though. Yeah, she was one of the people whose husband had a good job. Mm. You know, he, I think he worked at the airport or something. <laughs> he was like a baggage handler. Like, right, That's like a good job. I'm making and money. she was a maid or something. So they yeah, yeah, they yeah. could make a, you know, kind of middle class life. So they were pretty good. Uncle Aaron and Aunt Maddie May. She was actually not my aunt. Everybody just called her that. Oh, yeah. But we could go to her house and. And watch TV because she had a color TV. And the first time, a uh, cartoon, we it was kind of like, I don't know. I guess they announced it or something because we knew next week's Secret Squirrel was gonna be in fucking color. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we was going to Aunt Maddie May's house because she had a color TV. Uh, Everything yeah. still wasn't in color though. You see? Was he at, at nine years old? I was about nine years old. 60s. First time I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. We trying to figure out my age. Stop doing the math, yeah, yeah, bitch. I, I, you, 
Don't piss me off. I told you I'm from Hollywood. We don't talk about our age. <laughs> yes, I can play 39. Yes. <laughs> don't worry about me. I'll take. A, I'm, I'll, I'll have a shave. Don't worry. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know yeah. how to do this. Yeah, yeah, but but it was. Uh, I'm telling you. So I spent a lot of my life. First of all, I don't even remember much TV, but. There were certain shows that we watched as a family. It was, you know, like the stuff you see in movies and on TV now. Hmm. You know, kids sitting around with the mom there and the dad there. And yeah. Eight o'clock, Ed like Sullivan. Focused on the TV. Dessert and Ed Sullivan at eight o'clock on Sundays. Never missed it. And everybody's watching also. Yeah, Ed Sullivan, because, you know, TV he was, was a variety big show. At that time also. Oh, man. It was, Everybody tuned yeah, in. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, and especially at that like yeah. time yeah. slot. Oh, at them time slots, yeah. yeah. And, and every week, they only came on every week. Yeah. You know, I know Ben's watching nothing. No. You know, you just <laughs> Netflix is a different know, animal, it man. It is, dude. <laughs> I fuck around and, uh, ten hours later. I come out like have a beard and shit. <laughs> Hi, honey. <laughs> no, but yeah. I, you waited for a show, dude. You know, yeah, how, we, you know, yeah, and these, you know, these serials. You know, these they called them serials back then. They were just shows. They were series basically, and they would always end with some cliffhanger thing. Mm. You know, where it's like, "Is Hopalong Cassidy gonna make it out of Mandela?" You know, he just was, yeah. His horse is riding toward the end <laughs> of a fucking big cliff or something. You know. And then, then they go off and say, wait till next week. See if Hopalo can't say he can jump the canyon. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's bullshit. <laughs> so it was always like that or or something you had to wait for, you know, so. And, it, and you know, it changed you, a lot. Kept you on your edge of the seat. Yeah. You're like, oh, I can't wait for next week. I know, man. I might just sleep until next week. Yeah, right. <laughs> Be in my bed, sleep, make camp that, go faster. Yeah, but that's what you had to do. Seriously, man. It was there was, oh uh, God, technology. You know, and my mom always tells me, you know, I've seen so much coming from like. Can you imagine for her? She's ninety four, I think now. Mm. Can you imagine for her? Hundred years, man. Yeah, and she uses a smartphone now. <laughs> my mom's Gangster. cool. Yeah, she is, man. I tweeted you. She calls it tweeting. I said, Mom, that's not a tweet. Yeah. <laughs> she says, listen, Trump is always putting messages out, so they tweet. So she, she figures she texted me, but she said, so, I sent you a tweet the other day. I'm like, okay, Mom, that's not a tweet, but okay. But, yeah, so she she uses a smartphone pretty good. She plays solitaire and sends out tweets. <laughs> She's not on Twitter, but, no, yeah. No, no. But uh, what's up? Yeah, yeah. what's up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every now and then I get a picture of her or a recording. Yeah, she has no idea she sent it. <laughs> it's Stuff like her arm or leg or something. <laughs> 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 and I have to write her and tell her, "Mom, you're sending stuff that you don't intend oh to. Be God. careful." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she's uh yeah, she's in Chicago now with my sister who just who had a stroke last year. Mm. Yeah, so taking she, care of her. Yeah, mm. she's she's getting stronger. Mm. She's getting a lot stronger because she lost uh, almost her whole left side, dude. Mm. 
Which was devastating because Jill is a the comedian that should have been a that never never became a comedian. She is hilarious mm. and just a go getter and a doer and stuff. And you know she's always talking about Thanksgiving and cooking because she's always just a great cook. Always made a lot of food and we always cooked together and you know we just enjoyed that. And she says, but you know I can't cook no more kind of painful but you know yeah it is what it is it is yeah. it is she's doing good though she's doing good and i told her just keep working on it shit if you can figure it out how to stand up a little bit you can microwave you know yeah <laughs> you should get that balance a little bit you know because she's got her left side is because it's a toss it in yeah yeah, just, <laughs> just open the door and throw it real fast and grab your cane she's she, <laughs> Hey, she was a pretty good athlete growing up. She used to slam me all the time. So shit, I, I'd imagine she can. She'll figure this out. Oh man, yeah, she's tough though. She's a tough chick. I don't know. Anyway, my mom's in Chicago right now. Yeah, they're gonna. She came. She's gonna take my sister back to Texas, where where my niece lives. The daughter of my sister. Mm-hmm. She's going to take her back to Texas. And so she came to take the plane back with Jill because Jill can't manage it by herself. Mm. So you got this lady with a stroke and then a 94-year-old woman. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, both of y'all are just... <laughs> just call a taxi as soon as you get to the freaking thing. Get yourself an Uber and get somebody to come take y'all out of there because, you know, neither one of them need to travel too much. No. It was hard to travel for yeah. when you get old, man. It gets harder and harder on you, and so. But it's I think it's two hours, couple hours. So yeah, it shouldn't be too bad. bad. Yeah. I'm trying to get my mom to come to Iceland. She wants to come. Yeah. She just doesn't know if she can take the trip. And I told her we can just do it in two days. Mm. You just go to Chicago, mm-hmm. and you just rest for a couple of days, and then you fly from Chicago to here, and that way you don't have to take the ten hour kind of. How, how, how long is she? Otherwise, if she goes from if she goes from Texas to Iceland, yeah, that's yeah, gonna that's be a long, yeah. Long. But just to Chicago is like two and a half hours or something oh, yeah, probably okay, from Texas. So she go there like she she's gone there now, mm. and then she can just come from Chicago straight here. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully we can work that out. She says she's working on it. She's mm-hmm. looking at flights, and which means my niece is looking at flights mm-hmm. for her. And so they'll probably find some. Would be good. Hopefully she'll get we to come mama's out. boys. Oh Love man, that. I'm seriously mama's boy. Right? <laughs> I didn't realize until I got maybe in my twenties. I think mm. maybe twenty five, twenty six, and yeah, yeah. But she, you know, after my brother died. She told me, you, you know, you're my oldest son now. And I was standing in the bathroom, and she was really upset because we just got, they just told us, you know, these Army guys come to your house. Mm-hmm. and Dramatic moment. Oh, man, because I thought my brother was coming home. Uh, when I first saw them, yeah, I like, saw them walk ooh. up to the house. And I thought, oh, Wayne's home. So I'm running over there, you know, and I'm seeing this army, man. And I go, hi, hi. You know, you know, you know, because you think if you see somebody who's in the army, you expect they know your brother because yeah, he's in the yeah, army too, even yeah, though there's a million people there. <laughs> you know, when, like you, you know when you're 14 or 13, or I think it was 12, mm-hmm. uh, 13, 
uh, you know, at the time I just asked him, like, you know, you know my brother Wayne, Wayne Patterson? And there's like, and they said, Yeah, we do. And then my sister started talking to him. I just figured they didn't want me or nothing, so I took off and left. And my sister talked to them. My mom wasn't home. Mm. And they said they would come back. Mm-hmm. But everybody knew. Everybody knew what was up. So when they came back, yeah, everybody was there. We were all in the house. And it was a bad time. Yes. So it took my mom out of the game quite a bit. So soon after that, I remember her telling me we were standing in the bathroom and and I remember her saying to me, you know, you're my oldest boy now. Mm. Dude, I don't, I cannot tell you. That has been like so ingrained or stuck in my head. And I I guess that might be why I eventually became like the serious mama's boy. Because I'm, I'm pretty bad off. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm my mama's boy for sure. Yeah. How's, my, yeah, I how's my baby angel? Yeah, I know. How's my baby angel? You're like, don't yeah, let me cry. No, have no regrets, son. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> you've had a wonderful life. You've you've pleased me. You've done so many great things. I'm, Jesus like, Christ! Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. I can't. Uh, every time I leave her, man, it's just hard to to, to walk away. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she told me that, and I think it's the impact was like pretty big because you. I guess you think you need to step up. Mm-hmm. You don't talk about it much, but you just figure, okay, I'm the big boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was at twelve. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Seventeen, you went to the Air Force. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of discipline in the Air Force. I did, yeah. and yeah, it was actually pretty cool. Cause, like I said, for people who don't really have a goal in mind, mm. I thought that, you know, I'd heard about this thing called special services, and you know, where you can sing and what, because they have people to entertain in this service. Mm. So, I thought maybe I could do that. But I, I just didn't. I wasn't wise enough at the time, but I probably could have ended up doing that. I just wasn't wise enough at the time. But, yeah, so I went in there, and that didn't work out for me to, to give me what I really needed, but it did give me a lot of a lot of good good guidelines for life, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing I can say for sure about about the, 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 you know, serving in the Army or Air Force or whatever. Making it bad every morning. Yeah, well, just... But if you notice, you know, in every help organization, whether it's AA or or uh, the Army or or any any kind of or the Red Cross or these kind of things that do things for people, you know, they one of the things that they always emphasize is that work is good for you. Mm-hmm. No matter what kind of work it is, mm-hmm. you know, it, it teaches you something about life, about yourself. You know, if you just put in the work, I mean, it's like like the people that go to AA meetings. They make them put the chairs up and sweep the floors and do all <laughs> do of they? that. kind. Of, yeah, I think uh, so. I think so because that kind of work, any work. kind of work, just work, just mm-hmm. that contribution that you make to other people seems to be health, seems to be healthy and and good for you and kind of give you some guidelines. And, and I think the Army is kind of like that. Mm-hmm. It is, is, I mean, the Air Force uh, <clears throat> or 
any of the military branches. I think they all kind of emphasize that kind of thing is, is that, yeah, you you just put in the work and do good work when you do it, and, and, and it's valuable to you. I think McDonald's probably taught me a lot, too. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot of working at McDonald's about... That was when you were out of that. Yeah, 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 I was out there. But, yeah, that job, you learn a lot of stuff, man, because I hadn't really worked work. You know, at that up until that point, mm-hmm. you know, so that that taught me a lot. That was I was a surprising experience. I never thought it would impact my life later on, you know. But I still think about those days, and you know, I guess, I guess, you know, in the black church, one of the sayings is "count it all joy." You know, all the probably count it all joy. Just count it all joy. I think these experiences you have through life, mm. if you just stack them up and, and try to, you know, they kind of read like a, uh, you know, kind of a map for how your life is or the things that influenced how you how you turned out. You mm. know what I mean? So you just count all of them things as, as who I am now kind of. You know, you stack all of that stuff up. There's a lot of it. And the older I get and the longer I live and the more experiences I have, of course, all those things are who, they make me who I am. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just count all of that joy. Count all of that life. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's the way I see it. Because, I mean, you know, who would think McDonald's or working at McDonald's would do you any good? But it was a good experience. I guess you could look at it and go, but they worked the shit out of you, you know. But uh, but it was a cool experience. After I, you know, look back at it, mm. I didn't think it was cool at the time, cause they make you wear this like foam rubber fucking shirts and the hats, <laughs> you know. And you gotta wear this stupid ass hat, and you gotta, you know. Oh come on! And I had to catch the bus to work, so I had to ride on a bus with a McDonald's shirt on. Mm. And Probably like, smell oh, like look at this motherfucker. Big Mac. <laughs> Shut up. Well, I... I'm not a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But I was smoking back in them days. So if we had hamburgers, I was eating a lot of hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> I ate a lot of hamburgers, man. Make it these. Oh, God, yeah. I'd just make one and put it under the counter because they didn't want you to eat while you was cooking. Yeah. You know, I'd be high in a motherfucker. We call it yeah. elevated. Oh, elevated. Yeah, I was yeah. elevated. That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't, I don't My mother it, would approve. I don't call it getting high. I yeah. call it getting elevated. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's a nice way of putting it. I'm, I'm gonna start saying that too. Mm-hmm. Is that the way everybody talks now? Am I just no, so fucked no, up and far behind that no, I don't know what people are saying? Crazy. Let's get elevated, dude. <laughs> like, uh, I don't see an elevator. But, uh, uh, I think it's around the corner to the left. Let's get elevated. That sounds like a fucking song or something. <laughs> Let's get elevated. A David Bowie song. David Bowie? Yeah, Bowie, Bowie. Oh, man. You know, tomato, tomato, motherfucker. You I, want a you, tomato? You, no, have no, no, yeah. no. It's ripe, you see it? Red no, is, you said Bowie, I said Bowie. <laughs> yeah. I said tomato, tomato. We have tomato, and we have tomatoes. Potato, potato. Uh, okay. 
don't have to give it. Ah, <laughs> not yet. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna put him down. Okay. And a fool. Like, so we're gonna lettuce. Probably like a, a salad. A salad and while we do the. Like Welcome to salad making podcast. We could make a salad while just we have your podcast. Grab it out. Just reach out and grab a tomato. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. Right. That's beautiful. Those cherry tomatoes. Yeah, cherry tomatoes. Oh, okay. You told me you could like fry the green ones, right? You can. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I know those. when they're bigger you can, but I'm not sure about cherry tomato, cherry green, green cherry tomatoes. Yeah. But I think you probably could. I pro think the flavor would probably be cool. Yeah. yeah what they ready. do is they dip them in some egg, mm. some egg wash kind of thing, and then put them in some like cornmeal. It'd be maize meal. Maize meal. Yeah. Yeah. Maize meal. <laughs> and then you just, I can, I can say that, that 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 double L thing is hard. Mm. The way they tell us to say it is the say DL. 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 Yeah. DL. Make the DL sound. Dl. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Dl. Yeah. So you say midle. Midle. Like. Like maize maize midle. Maize midle. Yeah. Maize midle. Yeah. No. no. I don't see it like that. I can't see it like that. No. It's a hard one. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of hard ones. Merlin's <laughs> yeah. learning slowly. We could have a we could have a, like a a three man podcast sometime. Yeah. Okay. Just try to speak Icelandic. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> Ooh, that would be funny. Cause we get all kind of shit wrong, man. Yeah. Yeah, but it, you know it's hard to practice Icelandic here. I guess I'm not gonna say it's hard, but it's easier not to. Yeah, it's easy just to like go into. Yeah, because people just everybody speaks English. Yeah, 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 yeah. As a matter of fact, people talked to me today almost all in Icelandic and not spoke English back to them. Oh yeah. There's something wrong with that though. <laughs> Because I can only understand like 90% of what they're saying. And I expect that they'll fix, if I get it wrong, I expect that when I respond back to them, they'll fix it. If they, oh, no, no that's not what I meant. You know? <laughs> but I, I hope they don't hear this podcast. <laughs> he didn't gonna, understand a word we gonna, said. Everyone's gonna hear the podcast, okay? Oh, think about that. God. <laughs> it's all good. You have the best behavior. It's okay? all good. Okay, I, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't shit talk. Why are you giving me drinks? <laughs> trying to dose you like a Christmas song. What was the Christmas song? Hmm. Uh. With a Christmas song where he like tries to toast the the woman. Oh like, yeah, yeah, I'm seeing it too. Yeah. And we decided to cool, yeah, because I was I wanted to sing it with a guy. Mm. Yeah, not because I'm gay, but Ooh. I just thought it would be funny. And he was down for I it. I thought it, no, he didn't want to do it. So he said, "Ah, oh, you can sing it with this girl." So this girl wants to sing it with me. So I told her, "I'll," you know, she suggested it actually. She said, "Why don't you sing the guy's part?" I mean the girls' part. Yeah, and okay. I'll sing the guys' part. Yeah, like that'd I'm be hilarious. Yeah, since it's me too. Yeah, and stuff. Maybe you shouldn't be. <laughs> oh you know, God, no, I know, I know. Don't, don't get me started either. But I'm just saying, so it is upon us. So we just thought, ah, yeah, let's just do it that way. Let's just mm -hmm. switch it. Mm -hmm. So you could be 
doing the 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 you're gonna attack. do it like that? Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna do it like I, that. No, yeah, so I'm gonna be going, I really can't stay. And she'll say, But baby, it's cold outside. Yeah, <laughs> that's the song. I got to get away. <laughs> and then he rapes her. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about <No>. me too. <laughs> You just you just lost all your me too listeners. I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Uh, you don't mean that. You that don't mean that. Not that was it. not gentleman. But it is a pervy tune. It yeah, is a it pretty is a, pervy it's, tune. It's yeah. a pretty beautiful one. Yeah. Christmas song. Yeah, but it's gonna be fun, man. It's still a bit rapey. It's gonna be. It is a bit rapey, but we we're gonna have we're gonna make it fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, make yeah. it fun yeah. and, tw- and twist up the genders. We tw- yeah, that, we twisted them. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be. Fun. I wanted to do it like I said. I wanted to do it with a guy because when you think about it, and I said the main thing about doing it like this mm. is that we can't make it look like we're trying to be funny. Mm. If you yeah. do it seriously, serious. Everyone's like, Rawr. everybody's like cracking laughing. up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, the thought of it is like pretty funny. So I thought eh, for some comic relief, I don't know. But he's got a fat Elvis on there. Uh, is he good? Not, not like he's a fat guy, but you know, there was skinny Elvis and then there's the the bigger Elvis. Mm-hmm. The periods of fat. And yeah, skinny. he's the fat fat one. He's out. I guess I think he's doing fat Elvis. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah, so he's got Elvis guy. When I guess that, he's the that? comic relief on the show, and and that shows the sixth, seventh, and eighth of December. Yeah, some of them are sold out. I'm not, I'm not sure which ones they are, mm. but it's the Gate Olufsen's Las Vegas Christmas show. Mm. I recommend going to check him out. Harold yeah. Harold is a fantastic singer and a great showman, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I always loved him in the kitchen. Thank when you, we're like, when Yeah, we were to serve, <laughs> serve in the, yeah. In the hall. Yeah. People are like, who the hell is singing in the kitchen? Man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, that's a good place, uh, you know, to to practice is, you know, while I'm walking around doing my thing, mm-hmm. I just I just blow while I'm in the kitchen and uh, walking the, walking the dog. Yeah, walking the dog. Yeah, singing. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, when I'm walking the dog, I can sing as loud as I want to. I got, you know, I'm pretty. Big voice. Yeah, I have yeah, a pretty you can go high. Yeah, I got a I remember pretty big voice. So I can <laughs> sometimes it's hard to do it in my apartment. Yeah, because yeah, I'm thinking the neighbors are gonna be like, "Oh, he's singing again. He must have a gig. <laughs> <laughs> he must got a gig coming up." You know, but it's Christmas in Iceland, so you know if you're singing, you up. pretty much got a gig. And a, yeah. Yeah. there's something to do. There's people love freaking Christmas here. So I'm walking the dog. I'm singing loud, and, and you know, because the other thing is, Peter, a lot of times you don't know. You're not sure. Okay, that song goes really high, so I'm not sure which key I'm singing in. So let me try different keys, mm-hmm. and while I'm trying them. I can't try them in my house because I'm just gonna be really loud. Mm. I can, but I don't do it a lot, mm-hmm. especially at night. But so while I'm walking the dog, man, yeah, and he he don't get mad at me at all. No. He's cool with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. He just strolled. What's up? People looking at you yeah. all weird. No, I just occasionally you see somebody out the window because these bike riders, you know, with the you know. They had their helmets on and the wind in their ears kind of thing. So they, I don't think they hear me because mm. a lot of times I'm on trails or something. Walking. I think <clears> it's just adding to the culture. Yeah, but, you know, when you're outside, it's, cool. it's just, yeah, there's nothing to stop it. Mm. But it just, for some reason, doesn't really affect nobody else. So I can mm. just blow. I'm just going to 
Start following him around. Yeah, compilations of I know. Yeah, but I do do it, and uh, I, I'm serious. I right now, today, I, I actually did it because, like, I was. I'm trying to figure out the key on this song because it's getting close to the show, and I want to make sure everybody's in line. And and I think I got it figured out tonight. Can you hear the key? Oh, it's loud. It's so loud. <laughs> well, the high note, the the note, the the highest note in the song is really it's the the song called uh, "Mary, Did You Know," mm. and it goes way, way too high, way up there, man. And, and it's a power song too. So not only is it high, but it's it's you know takes a lot of mm. a lot of push. So I like to do big ballads, big songs mm. like that, you know, and and. Uh, this one might. This is. This one might be big. Oh yeah. <laughs> a bit big for me. This is really big. Cause I want it to be. Well, it. <laughs> yeah, you better. You better. Don't joke about it. You better be doing this shit, man. Cause, cause you go out there cold. Ooh, Ooh mama. Mm, yeah. Friend of mine used to. He would almost do a whole. He his whole set, before he goes on stage. So he said, and I like to do it like that because. By the time I hit the stage, my voice is in, I'm in the middle of the show tone. Mm. So it's really good. It's mm. just, just ripe enough. Because when you're cold, you just go out and start singing. You can do it, but if you got on about song 12, it starts to fade. You you got nothing left, mm. you know. So you got to be warm and, and, and Same for do, it, do it properly. Yeah. You have to warm up. Yeah. There's yeah. no coming in cold. Yeah. It's the same with. Everything, I guess right? everything worth anything. Yeah. Do face exercises. Yeah. Move your face around. Yeah. Smiling muscles. Yeah. Get it all going. Yeah. <laughs> all this stupid stuff. People are like, oh, that's so corny. You like, I, uh, I don't care. I'm in the bathroom. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, you you it. see, I it gets. Oh my yeah. god. I'm yeah, I'm gonna not look good compared hey, to him. Hey, was that too loud, Peter? There's some smoke coming from the. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you didn't do it too loud. I, I don't think so. You sing away no. from the microphone. Yeah, right. Quiet. I would say so. I didn't no, go too, far, too, too nah. far up. I think. Yeah, we are. We all right in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Uh, this this has been interesting sitting here chatting with you, man. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You were not. So tell me about your weekend. What? Uh, hmm. not this weekend we're like we're flying out tomorrow morning, mm -hmm. and we're just gonna get settled, chill a little bit. Uh, and You're not fighting the same day. You, no, we're okay. fighting at on Saturday. Okay. The seventeenth. Okay. We fight, um, or or we we have the matches. It's not a fight, you know. That 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 would be more like a boxing. You know match. what I mean? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or, or like okay, I, I don't fight. know the correct nomenclature. No, 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 I got I it all wrong. He's not fighting. He's yeah. a match. Yeah, we're like doing like sweaty oil wrestling. Right. You know. Okay. Yeah, that's that's we're manly. Competing. We're <laughs> Greek. <laughs> competing in a gi and no gi on ah, the same day. Okay. So the whole Saturday. Gi and no gi. Yeah. Gi is like the uh, it's like a kimono. Yeah, yeah, I know. kimono. Yeah. And then no gi is like you can just do shorts if you want and no shirt. Or you can wear a shirt. So what is that? Because you can use in jujitsu, do you use 
the clothes to yeah, make yeah. throws in and key, stuff. In the key, you can just grab. <clears throat> you can grab the key. And you okay, so throws, now it makes throws. it more difficult. Slows it down a little bit more. When you do a Noki stuff. In the Noki, it's more explosive. Okay. And they can, like, it's easier to just, like, turn away and, like... Right, exactly. Away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like wrestling. It's more like wrestling. Ah, uh, as opposed way, to the other stuff. Because I noticed... I've seen some jujitsu stuff, mm -hmm. uh, matches. With a kimono. Yeah, and people key. typically are grabbing on your stuff. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Using the gi, wrapping around the foot. And yeah, all yeah, kind of stuff. Got, they got everything now. There's, there's no rule against that kind of stuff. No. Oh, and, and Noki is more like wrestling, but with like submission holds and mm. chokes. Oh, okay. And, 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 and leg locks and shit. So it's all mixed in with it, that, the Noki stuff. What's your preference? Um, I like I just like the rolling. Try to get leg locks. Try to get arm bars. That's what I figured. Get the neck. Choke, I thought you liked the grappling stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I like the key. Yeah, I, I'm like a key addicted. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I'm very like yeah. I feel like a samurai when I put it on. Do you? Yeah. Ah, okay. I've been reading like uh, the Book of Five <clears throat> Rings. Have you read what that read that one? The Book of The Book of Five Rings. Uh oh. -uh. Is after a guy named Miyamoto Musashi. Mm-hmm. He's a samurai from the 16th century. He's a badass. Like he used to, he used to talk about that. Like he was just um, he used to, he, he used to, he won like 63 like duels, like mm -hmm. one on one fighting with samurai swords. Like lived like 60, 60 some duels. Killed one guy with like he was taking a boat ride to the match. And he used to like play these like mind games with his opponents. Mm -hmm. So he used to like to show up late for the matches, make them wait, be all hungry and shit. He just like strolled in, just chilled and, you know, slept on the boat ride or something. And one time he like carved down an oar from like one of the oars. He carved it out and made like a sword out of it. Mm -hmm. And then they like fought this guy and ended up like jumping up and, and killing him with a, with a sword, like brained him. With, like and and killed him with a wooden <clears throat> sword and like and the guy didn't live, and he and it was like uh, I think he was in three two or three wars like great wars. Does anybody live after a samurai fight? Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. Okay. That's why it's so impressive. Okay. And he like that's what I'm that's that's the thing I'm thinking about is like you either have to be undefeated mm. or, <laughs> or you yeah, yeah, dead, dead, right? Yeah. yeah. It's over. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're not undefeated, just killed, like, if you don't have a record guys. like 63 and 1. Yeah, it's none of that. Like, ah, oh, it got me in the leg. It got me in the leg. It's none of that. Oh, so he was a bad motherfucker. He I always talked so. about balance in like what you're doing. That like if you're going to be a great warrior, mm -hmm. you also need to be a good writer and a good painter. And he was a team master. And he said like balance in life. You need this like... In your life, there's no no just, just focus in one path. Yeah, it just there's goes back that. to all the stuff we were just talking about. Like mm -hmm. what I was talking about, how they, all these things build you, uh, all these things that you build to kind of create who you are. Mm -hmm. He's talking about the same kind of thing and how we talk about how work, you know, working no matter what it is, mm -hmm. helps to build some character or something. Mm -hmm. He's talking about the same kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. In order to be good at this, then then why couldn't you be good at that? Yeah. You know, and he also said like, like you're a, I would say you're a black belt in like singing mm -hmm. and like entertainment maybe. So he always talked about like, um, he said, if, if you see the way broadly or if you see, 
yeah, if you see the way broadly, you will see it in everything. Mm-hmm. So like, if you know something yeah. really well, yeah. it's easier to appreciate the the greatness in other like art. You know, yeah. you'll see it like real well. Yeah. You're like, ooh, and appreciate like like a good cook or yeah. a good singer. You know? Yeah, brother, smart man. Who? What's his name? Miyamoto Musashi. Bless Great. you. Bless you, man. Bless you. Rest but in peace, yeah. my brother. So you want to plug awesome. something? Or oh, I yeah, to, I'm I doing... Uh, I need to pack. Oh, yeah, pack I already mentioned bit. I'm doing the 6th, 7th, and 8th mm-hmm. at the Gate Olufsen's Las Vegas Christmas show. Also on the 13th, I'm going to be at Hanasa Holt. Mm. Uh, this is a old house downtown. It's a cafe and, and restaurant. They're going to have a Christmas dinner. I'll be there on the 13th of December. And also on New Year's Eve, I'm going to be just hanging out and doing a couple of songs here and there and mm-hmm. while people chill and have finger food and stuff like that. So, Shit talk. Yeah. But I'm so, jokes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. 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 Like in my mother's living room. Mm-hmm. Remember, like I told yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. Uh, the um, the uh, uh, the cool thing about this place that I'm performing at is it's a, like a really warm homey kind of place because it was somebody's home. You know, it was mm-hmm. this Hoff, uh, Hannes Hofstein. Hannes Hofstein. Yeah, yeah. It's a writer. Yeah. He's a great writer. Evidently, he was, he was, uh, I guess, Denmark was ruling the spot at the time. Mm. And so he went to Copenhagen to get educated and he came back here. Mm. But they knew he was a great writer when he was a kid, mm. my understanding is. Genius. So, yeah, he was just, they knew something was special about this guy. Mm. Yeah, I think he was the first prime minister. Anyway, his house. Uh, it was probably the first concrete house built in Iceland, and still got some of his furniture and stuff, and desks and stuff. So, from 1904, he was around. So, uh, was when he built the house, and they redone it, and it's really nice, and it's a good place to come eat and and have a concert. They make great clean food, and and it's just a warm, warm place to go. Mm-hmm. Just maybe take your girlfriend, or, or you know, you want one of your buddies or something. Just go. Take one of your bro friends. Your bro friends? Yeah, yeah. bromance it up. Yeah. Listen to Harold. That's right. It's going to be romantic. A bromantic as fuck. Bromantic. <laughs> oh, come Got on it. Nailed out. it. Nailed it. Well, the weather outside is frightening. And the, and the tickets are available on Tix.is? Uh, is it or no? No, I'm not that. No. On, oh, yeah, I think it's Tix. Both of them are Tix.is? Just check for the Las Vegas Christmas show. I don't want to get it wrong. And Hannes. And at uh, Hannes Holt, you can just call down there or go on their website and mm-hmm. find out about uh, uh, about this gig. I'm not sure that the advertisement is, has been uh, started yet, but I'm pretty sure something's on Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. I think they'll they'll probably get a little bit more into the marketing part of it later. It's kind of not my responsibility, but I'm pretty sure they're going to do something to mm-hmm. let people know what's going on. But just a cool place to go eat. It's not not super expensive. And and you know I'll be performing some some classic Christmas songs, a little Christmas jazz, and mm-hmm. yeah, it'll send be a nice a, evening. Also, yeah. send me a message. I'll send it to to Harold. Send me your name or something. Take a girl out, and I'll give him your name. Yeah. And you can like absolutely call their name out or something. Yeah, I know I'll you. Sing him a Christmas <laughs> song, or yeah, I'll make yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I'll make it seem like he's like really. 
special. Yeah. 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 Or a special fan. Yeah. Let us know if you buy a ticket to the show. Him or her. Or her. Hashtag so, me I'm, too. I'm so sorry. I'm a <laughs> cisgendered piece of shit. A white privileged piece of shit. Uh, lighten up on yourself, man. Yeah, You're don't. right. <laughs> don't be so hard on yourself, Peter. <laughs> 2018, I need to be. God, I'm committing suicide after this podcast. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> Oh no, but uh, yeah. So, so I'm doing the Gate Olson thing and this thing at Honda Soho, and on the 31st of December, I think it's gonna be a cool thing that you know if people want to just stop by and, and chill for a little bit before. They what go. is that at your house or something? No, that's at Honda Soho. Well. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not, do not come to my house. <laughs> no, 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 none of that. Okay, I, yeah. I was just, I was just wondering. Yeah. Okay, anyway, uh, I want to thank Harold for being on the podcast. It oh, was, man, thank you. It was great to have him because, yeah, he's, uh, he's been, a, he's been a, a great influence on, on, on the decisions I've made in, in, like, in my earlier earlier life and will influence me for the coming years, you know. I like to ask him questions and ask for advice, you know. And, and he will be a re- reoccurring guest on the podcast Right, you're coming. Back. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like coming back to shit talk. Yeah, man, absolutely. Like, like on a sitcom or something. I just be, you know, like the funny guy that comes back every now and then. Yeah, like ah, God, yeah. Trump did this. Yeah, <laughs> can't believe it. He grabbed her. Yeah, put his balls on hot sauce. Yeah, I know. TV <laughs> leaked. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for it, man. Uh, I look come forward. Prepared next time. I look forward for it. Can't wait for it. Yeah. Anyways. I want to thank the sponsors again. Aiyetli hooks it up with the underpants, you know. It is what it is, and yeah. Anyway, uh, stay freaky, you freaks, because we're gonna go compete and we're gonna show show it and like make make all of you proud. You can follow us on Instagram and yeah. <laughs>